everyone. Welcome back to Vampire Weekday. Today we will be analyzing uh, the song Stranger off of Father of the Bride. Uh, once again, I'm joined by my co-host Kevin. Uh, very excited to analyze this song. Um, we've been wanting to, to do a song off of Father of the Bride for a while and just luck of the draw hasn't happened, but, um, but now we're finally here. Yeah, I, I love Father of the Bride. Um, I, I actually had a hard time digging up this tweet, but one of my favorite um, Twitter follows, a uh, shout out Clue Haywood, um, tweeted last summer, something along the lines of, the new Father of the Bride sounds like 80s Paul Simon went to a prestigious sporting school. And <laughs> I think it's perfect. And I think it's so true. And I think Stranger does a really good job of starting to get into that. Um, so I'm really happy we're, we're getting into this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with that being said, what were kind of your first impressions on this song? Do you mind if I go off here for a little bit? Yeah, rant, rant away. So I want, I, it, it's, it's kind of hard to, to, to share this feeling, but think about a Sunday afternoon. We're, we're recording this on a Sunday afternoon. It's a good Sunday afternoon. The weather's nice. Maybe you had a good weekend. You had a good week at work or school or you had a good time with friends the night before or your favorite football team won, something like that. These are all, of course, very subjective. We're not talking about anything particular here, even though A&M and Notre Dame both won yesterday. Um, but, you know, you have that kind of week and, you know, you're kind of going to be doing the same thing next week. But, if, you know, if the sun's shining, and you know, you had a good Saturday, you wake up on Sunday and it just feels good, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a good, like pleasant feeling about that, oh, yeah, I would say. Sure. And it, and like, not too late in the day to where the Sunday scaries come in, but it's a, it's a good feeling. There's something there that's, I think, very specific. And there's a couple of songs. I'm going to pull up a list of songs I was working with earlier. There's a couple of songs that I think evoke this feeling that might help to contextualize this a little bit. Let me know if any of these sound good to you. You Can Call Me Owl by Paul Simon. Mm, yeah. Ants Marching by Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> Just Like Heaven by The Cure. Lola by the Kinks. Oh, yeah. These are songs that you listen to them and it's just like, I don't know why I'm feeling good right now, but I do. And these are the sorts of songs that people will list as like, this is my favorite song. Mm-hmm. And I think Stranger belongs in this conversation. There is something about this song that just makes you feel good. And it's a love song. And I mean, that's kind of what the whole, this whole thing is supposed to be. I mean, that's how love songs are supposed to make you feel. But yeah. there is really something about this song that just gives that to you almost yeah. right from the get-go yeah no i'd agree that's spot on um i i do want to add with you can call me out i feel like it has to be watched with the music video with it, which is incredible it is the it. funniest frick i actually hadn't seen it until two or three weeks ago really but it is the funniest thing just just <laughs> and oh. <laughs> if you haven't seen it listening audience it's, please it's please pause right now and watch video. the video it and it's it there's no reason it should work, but it works beautifully. <laughs> it's so kitschy. It's so weird. It's like, oh, God. Good for them. Good for them is all I'm going to say. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. It's definitely, this. the song is definitely focusing on a feeling, a feeling of peace, a feeling of comfort, a feeling of warmth, um, which, um, which is interesting because... We, we talked so long in the previous episodes about like that three album arc of like mm-hmm. a, a life and like 
trying to find uh, comfort, trying to find, um, trying to find someone to, to love um, and all this stuff. And then Father of the Bride, he's found it. He's found mm-hmm. his family. Um, so, uh, I mean, he had a kid <laughs> before he wrote. This. I know, so, like, right? That's just life-changing. Uh, of course, it's going to be different. Um, and so, yeah, my, I wrote down for my first impression was I, I feel like the phrase, the strangeness of peace um, really s- stuck out because mm-hmm. it, it's, it, it's almost like, even though it's super peaceful, like you're, you, you finally are at peace when you get to be at peace it's almost strange that you're there because you mm-hmm. don't know what to do at that point because <laughs> you've been yearning and looking for so long that once you finally get there, it's just a very different feeling. Yeah. Being, being comfortable with yourself. And it's, it's, it's a very grown up song. I think, I think, I think you're, you're absolutely right there where it's like, you're finally coming to this realization of kind of like what, 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 you're, what you're all about and, yeah, it just feels good. It feels really, really good. Yeah. Uh, Not to say that I'm there yet, but <laughs> I would like to think that that's what this song feels like. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, what What do you think about the song starts right off the bat with um, a slight homage to, so it says, ah, 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 things have never been stranger. Ah, 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 things are going to stay strange. Um, and I think it's a slight homage to, ooh, ooh, child, things are going to get easier. Whoa. Okay. Look at just you, like Landau. Yeah, no, I, I mean, same deal. I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I, first of all, great pickup as always. Um, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say on that, but I mean, that's, <laughs> it, 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 it is kind of that idea where you're setting the tone right away. Like right away, you feel like this is going to be a happy song. And I think the other thing that struck me about this, this is that, you know, we've had talks, or at least we're, we're, we're going to talk about songs or we have talked about songs where there is a bit of a juxtaposition between how the song sounds and how it ends up being like Diane Young, great example, where it's just like a lot of mixed messages, but it's a, happy or at least energetic sounding song there's nothing that's hidden here like this is a this is like this might be the most transparent vampire weekend song yeah i it like there's no we're no we're no hiding here um right from the get-go this is a happy good-natured song yeah and um i mean there's a quote by ezra i I think we should actually start off with um he describes the song he says with a song like stranger even the name of it compared to Oxford comma or Mansard roof, it's inexpensive, no expensive words. I still always want there to be text and subtext and sub subtext, but I can give you a pretty straightforward definition of what that song means. It's about when you're in a house and you hear other people having a good time and you don't feel left out because you have a sense of belonging. That's something you don't always feel when you're younger. Um, I could actually say that that song takes place in a house, the singers in a room and not in the same place as the other people. It's as simple as that. And so, like we said, it's just like this, like inner peace where you're like happy with where you are. You don't, you don't feel any longing to find somewhere, somewhere mm-hmm. else to go. Yeah. I, I found the same quote. Um, it's beautiful. It really, it really is kind of a neat way of saying things. Um, 
I guess do you want to do you want to look at a couple of these lyrics because I don't I don't yeah. I don't know how how much we can read into them, but I think a couple of these are uniquely Vampire Weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I I never looked at the lyrics until today. I, this is one of my favorite Vampire Weekend songs, um, but I just thought I was it, it. It's a very smooth lyrical delivery, so mm-hmm. I always thought I just understood them correctly um and i did not realize he said you you and kadada um oh, like he's referring to kadada jones the sister of his partner rashida jones like it could not get more blatant than that yeah, like yeah. it's actually ridiculous it, it's 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 very it's almost um like shocking for me to see a vampire weekend lyric that's so clear and so mm-hmm. just like unmisinterpretable because as we've discussed on this pod so many times there's these lyrics that could be interpreted in one way and a second way and a third way and a fourth way and like Ezra said in that quote there's this text the subtext the sub subtext um but in this it's literally just no like me and my sister-in-law were chilling like like i could hear my my partner and her sister just like enjoying each other's company and it's like oh like that's it like (laughs) just the simplicity of it all because getting uh, this has been my favorite vampire weekend song pretty much since i heard it for the first time and getting into this i was actually worried like how are these lyrics going to ruin this song for me (laughs) and like it's just gotten better so i'm 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 very happy with what we've found about this um, but there's phrases in here, like, because I mean, we're, we're talking about this departure from what we know about Vampire Weekend, but lyrically, stuff like, um, what am I missing here? I used to freeze in the dance floor. I watched the icebergs from the shore. That is like, so modern vampires, the city, it almost hurts. So like, to put something like that in there, I mean, it's you're leaving the mark, you're leaving your mark, I should say, on this song, and on this like vibe, I guess. Yeah. And then of course, it's the but you got the heat on kettle screaming don't need to freeze anymore Mm -hmm. so it's her just her warmth provided just melting away the the ice um but yeah like you said it's definitely a vampire weekend-esque phrase but then kind of turned on its head to Mm -hmm. to provide clarity almost um one one thing one line that's interesting to me uh pretty funny is ooh, I might get low, 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 but now I'm too high to know. And ooh, yeah. At first I thought that was just like a fun, like, oh, like, like playfulness, like whatever line. But apparently, I think what it is is in Oxford comma, um, he references Get Low by Lil John. Yes. He says um first a window then it's two to wall mm-hmm. um little john he always tells the truth um because that's the that's a line from get low yeah um but i think it's saying like he used to get low like he used to like be going to these bars and clubs and like dancing to little john and like searching for that meaning searching for something mm-hmm. so he might get low low but now he's he's at a point where 
um he uses the word high but i think it's just like a point where that's irrelevant to him like there's no need to get low because he's Mm. high like with with just peace and and comfort it's just such a it's you make a great point it's just such a departure from and in a good way but from a departure from what we've known previously it's almost like where do you if i'm curious where do you go from here like because if you if there's a juxtaposition between you have your first three albums you have six years and then you write a song like this that just is almost night and day in terms of lyrically like the realization of who you claim to be as a person um it's curious to think where things might go from here Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah i um I, I I saw someone link the line I remember life as a stranger um to a doors lyric which I I liked where the the doors lyric is people are strange when you're a stranger mm-hmm. um and it kind of makes sense in the context of the song it's like once you once you aren't a stranger to to any every or to those people that you care about um, life isn't so strange anymore. It's it's fine and and good. Um, but I, I thought that was like a fun little connection. Um, and Jim Morrison is um, a favorite of Time Crisis, so maybe there's something there. He's that kind of figure. He is that he is that dark, deep, mysterious figure that they love to obsess over. I'm glad you brought this up though, because I think this is a this is a really good song to kind of showcase. Um, musical influences on the band. Um, I know I mentioned Paul Simon earlier. This song does feel somewhat Graceland-ish, um, just happy, um, upbeat. Um, and again, like a lot of their stuff, it, it almost feels like a realization of some of the things they tried on their first album, you know, because they were in a good way, but kind of all over the place with kind of that like Afrobeat sort of thing. And not to say this is that exactly, but it's sort of like a, if you, if you let that mature for a little bit and you maybe got better production on it. Um, I think Danielle Heim is great on this album and a great addition she's, to this song. She's perfect. She's, she's the like um, sound soulmate to Ezra. Like it it's, matches so well. It's incredible. Um, and no means is Vampire Weekend a guitar solo band but immediately after the, but you got the heat on kettle scream and don't need to freeze anymore. There's a bit of a music break. Mm-hmm. And the guitar lick there is very Jerry Garcia, in my oh, opinion. Not, not, the t- not the tone really, but if you take Ezra's guitar and you let Jerry play it, I think it's gonna sound something like that. Mm-hmm. I, and it took me a while to kind of land on that, but it, it, it did feel very distinctly Jerry Garcia. Yeah, and I mean, you have another track on the album, Harmony Hall, where the guitar solo is almost directly, like, interpreted from um, Touch of Grey by Grey. For sure. So, um, so yeah, it's definitely very, very dead-esque um, in its delivery. Um, but at the same time, like you said, it, it, it gives you the feeling of, like, Graceland by, by Paul Simon and stuff like that, because you... You have these like um, horns in the background, just like kind of having fun with it. Like mm-hmm. it's just a very playful and fun song overall. Yeah, I 
I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. You, you just said it best right there. It's, it's playful. It's fun. Um, and really the whole thing, it's like, there's, there's, there's not much of a conversation between the lyrics. It's all kind of in the same vein, really. Um, and it all just feels good. Mm-hmm. One, one thing that does go a little off of the main theme, not, not really, um, but slightly off, um, I think is the bridge. What did you think of that? You're referring to which set of lyrics again, just so we're on the same page. Who knows the reason? Who knows the reason? Yeah, okay. Who knows the reason that kindness lost its hold? Those better angels. Is it bitter or better? Better. Better. Okay. Those better angels confined to minor roles. This does feel a little bit of out of place. Yeah. Maybe it's the one thing I could see it as now that you've had this realization, you feel comfortable with who you are. You look back on the rest of the world and the state that they are in. And you're thinking, why is that still the case? Mm-hmm. Those better angels can find a minor roles. Why are you doing what you're doing? Um, first, yeah. first blush. That's kind of what I see that as. Yeah, I would 100% agree. Um, when I first heard this song, I thought it was kind of a commentary on the Trump era in the U.S., uh, things are strange <laughs> right now yeah um, no matter okay. no matter what your political views are it's, it's a strange time to be um to, in politics um but i every time i listen to the song and look at the lyrics i think it's less and less of that i think this bridge might slightly be hinting towards that some people think that i don't i i think he wrote this more as like a timeless piece that is more about him finding his inner peace and not mm-hmm. dependent on like anything else happening in the world. Um, so I think it just happens to fall in that time. Um, and like, it happens to speak to these times where kindness has lost its hold on sure. people. Um, and those better angels um, confined to minor roles. Um, I believe that's a reference to this this one um, book called The Better Angels of Our Nature by Stephen Pinker, um, in which basically says that over time, over modern history, people have become less violent. And it just seems that we haven't because um, of like increased media coverage. So Mm -hmm. we're seeing the violent events more. Um, But in general, over time, people have become less violent. There's less war, there's less like, genocides there's less stuff like that mm-hmm. um but but um like you said it's like i i think it's i would agree with your interpretation a lot more where it's just in general him looking at the outside world having found this like inner peace and saying like why why are we also like unkind and bitter still uh why are we looking for something that we we can have mm-hmm yeah, I think it's interesting to look at it potentially as a pol- as a political commentary, but I also think it's it's too much of a departure from how the rest of the song feels. And I think if that was the intent, it'd be detrimental. But I don't think it comes across, even if that is the case, I don't, it doesn't come across enough for that to detract from the song. If there's any um, that validity to the claim that it's a somewhat commentary on the Trump era. I don't think it was intentful. I think it just happened to be him living in the Trump era and writing about this. Sure. Um, 
so I yeah I agree it would I think it would take a lot away from the song if like it was meant as a political commentary Mm -hmm. um just because it's such everything else in the song doesn't match that at all um yeah so I I think it's more just just it happens to fall in this time period yeah okay I like that I'll take that what did you think of the line I was stuck on um on you got the wave yeah it's so weird because that was the line that like we just be listening to the song you kind of just be jamming to that but it's like (laughs) what you got the wave yeah but you got the wave on music playing don't need to look anymore because the overall sentiment i understand he's saying i used to look for an answer i used to knock on every door but like now i don't have to i don't need to look anymore for that you got the wave on Yeah. yeah But music playing matches that feeling of that we talked about of just like, oh, this is a good like Sunday morning, like relaxing. But what's the wave on? <laughs> is it just you like the, the feeling itself? On. Like I, I'm really having a hard time here. <laughs> I'm, uh, it's just very strange. You're right. Cause we've we've learned by now that there's there's nothing unused in these songs mm-hmm. but what does that mean because it's 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 at first glance it just doesn't really seem to fit or at least it just seems like an interesting choice of words yeah i i was i mean the only stretch i can think of is like a vibe like you have a good vibe, but I don't know. You're it doesn't waving. really match the rest of the song. Maybe, maybe this is a this is a Silver Surfer interlude reference, kind of a Life of Pablo like. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe, I was, I was just, just a wavy dude. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's a Kanye <laughs> fan. I know that. Yeah, so. no, I totally get that. <laughs> just in the middle it's, of the song, <laughs> you your boy Max B's checking in on you. Yeah, rounds jamming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I am I am we can we can go with that because nothing else is plausible so far. I, <laughs> we can we can land on that. Okay, I guess that's it. There we go. Ezra's confirmed wavy. Confirmed wavy. <laughs> Wait, I think it was just the official time crisis account that just liked my tweet. Sorry. Yeah, I just got a like by the time crisis account. Hell what? Yeah. So they tweeted. It's got to be something from the show. Um, Clowns and pirates are, and the poll is allies, enemies. And I tweeted, pirates are allies, clowns are enemies. And I got a okay. like from, from the official TC. Did you account. tweet it from Vampire Weekday? No, I didn't tweet it. Uh, I, didn't, I tweeted for my own thing. I know uh, I wanted the personal clout. Okay. <laughs> I really should, because if, if we got them to like a tweet from the Vampire Weekday account, we might have actually, we might have gotten some serious traction there. This is bad. <laughs> we well, need, a, we, we need a new social media manager. I mean, this is, this is bad. <laughs> Kevin's fired. <laughs> Seinfeld just scrolled through my tweets and like all of a sudden he sees this idiot do the SpongeBob avatar instead of like <laughs> the actual. <laughs> Man, okay. All right. Well, any final impressions? Nothing we haven't already discussed. It's, yeah. it's my favorite Vampire Weekend song. Um, it just feels good to listen to. I'm going to listen to it as soon as we're done with the show here. Yeah. <laughs> I... I, I had one final thought that okay um, I know in in theolo- theological writings 
Um, there's a lot of this, at least in Catholic theology, there's this, a lot of writings about how the meaning of life is to be known and loved. Okay. So, like in the key thing for that is both because mm. if you're, if you're loved, but not known, it's this like fake superficial love that doesn't really add anything. So like if, if say, um, like some politicians, like I love you all, like thanks everyone, like that's not actual love because he doesn't know you. Um, um, so it has to be both, they know you fully as a human being, they know you fully throughout and they love you for it. Um, and I feel like when I listen to these lyrics and read it, I feel like that's what the song is about, that he has been known and loved by by his family, his new family with um, his partner and his uh, his kid. Um, so I that that was like the biggest like connection I found um, in terms of like the feeling that that that's expressed. I mean, now that you bring it up, I completely agree. Because um, there's a ton of emphasis on the known here, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it comes through in these interviews that that quote you had earlier. Um, but you're right; it's it it feels comfortable, and you can feel. It, it, it's a heck of a lot easier to be comfortable when you're known as well as loved. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, well, great song. I, Fantastic song. I absolutely love it. Um, so I guess we'll move on to rankings. Uh, I'm assuming I know your top song, but go ahead. Yeah, let's do, do we want to do a re-rank here? I guess we could. So I could do uh, – so I'll go – what did I do last week? Let's, yeah, so let's go Stranger, Unbelievers – Hudson Campus, California English. Okay, okay. So Hudson's near in the bottom now for you. <laughs> well, it's um, middle of the pack. Yeah, that's where <laughs> it should five be. Five songs total. <laughs> um, okay, so mine. Oh, this is hard. I feel like my top three are like solid, and then it's like a big gap. But like I, I feel like the top three just jump each other every week at this point. Mm. Um, so I think I have to agree with you, Stranger. I feel like that's number there one. There we go. Um, and then Campus, and then Unbelievers, and then there's a pretty sizable gap, and then Hudson, and finally California English. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can live with that. <laughs> um, and so now we'll pick from a hat. Uh, today's hat is a Texas A&M hat. Um, with the A&M inside of the state of Texas. Um, since A&M upset Florida yesterday, big win, big win. But this will, this episode won't be released until after <laughs> yeah. their next game. Yeah, so, so we've got plenty of chance, time for some sort of Kevin Sumlin voodoo, the ghost <laughs> of Kevin Sumlin to come in and wreck something here. So we'll see what happens. So the next song is Walcott. Okay, that'll from, be fun. From first album, Vampire Weekend. So that should be yeah. fun. Um, Walcott is um, the song they used to close um, close each set with before. Uh, That's a great song to close with. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a street near me. Uh, it's called Walcott. It's spelled the same way with an O instead of an A. And I oh, really? think of... I just think it's got to be some sort of store brand Vampire Weekend thing every time I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, 
thanks for joining us, everyone, and uh, hope to see you all next week. Take care, guys. Bye.